The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here. I am so excited to be recording today's episode because it's extremely special. Today, I am recording episode 44, and it is the season two finale. I just can't tell you how much this podcast has become to me. I had a dream of starting this show a few years ago, and it took a while to come to fruition. When I decided to hit record in January of 2022, I really had no idea how you were going to receive the show. And I really had no idea who would actually come on my show. And to my my great surprise and my delight, of course, I have been able to bring guests on this show that truly have left me feeling inspired and empowered. And I really hope the same for you. I've had Dr. Wayne Dyer's daughters on my show. Uh, David G of David G Meditation, who worked with Deepak Chopra for many, many years and had a show of his own on Hay House Radio. I mean, just some of my own true heroes have been on this show. And I mean, the Astro Twins, Astrologers of L, um, Colin Bedell, the astrologer of Cosmopolitan and also a show, you know, the star of a show written in the stars, which is on Discovery Plus in the UK. And I just cannot thank you enough for not only listening, but for being an active participant in this journey. I thoroughly enjoy getting messages from you. I read every single review that you leave on Apple Podcasts when you're listening, and I show up here for you. Next season, season three, there will be another season, and it's going to look different, and it's going to feel different, and I really, truly know in my heart that it's going to be more of what you have been asking me for. In fact, today is a solo episode, and I'm leaning into these more, especially when it comes to next season, because I know that you're here to empower yourself and to change your life through the manifesting wisdom and magic and power of feng shui. 
And I can't tell you how many times I received messages and DMs from you saying that you've tried specific feng shui adjustments that you've heard on the show, and it has changed your life. And I want to make feng shui accessible for you because it's what I, I'm being the teacher that I wish I had 10 years ago when I first discovered feng shui. Today's episode is seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. Truly, this has been a challenging year in some aspects for myself. Firstly, I was born during a full moon and I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. Even though I'm a Libra sun sign, I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. I am an achiever. I like to feel successful. I'm also a human design projector. And when a human design projector is feeling embodied, they feel successful. And when they're not feeling embodied, they feel bitter. It's like their opposite feeling. Um, It's not that I'm feeling bitter in 2023. Don't get me wrong. But I just want to let you know that 2023 is a yin year, and it's also a seven universal year, which means 2023 is a year of going within. It's not about hustle. 2023 is about doing less. And in simplifying and in doing less, you can actually achieve and attract more. I actually got a message from one of you recently. It was actually just today. And it was like such a timely message that I received because basically on Instagram, I was talking about the concept of 2023 is a yin year and it's a year to do less and simplify. And someone messaged me saying, that's so interesting that you're saying that because this year has been one of the busiest years ever, all these opportunities have been flowing to me and I've been crazy busy. And I asked her, I said, well, okay, how is that pace working for you? Because it's very likely that even though this is a yin year, you might have a different makeup in your chart astrologically um, and from a feng shui astrology lens there might be different aspects of your chart and your numerology that actually supports that you should be hustling this year, right? And I I can't make a blanket statement and say everyone needs to chill, but here's what she said to me. I wasn't very surprised, but she basically said, actually, the pace is not that great for me, but it's just that all these opportunities are coming in and it's like, I can't say no because there's such good opportunities. And I just want to let you know that I've got your back and here's the deal. If you find yourself busier than ever in 2023 and a lot going on and the pace is overwhelming you, it could be because it is a yin year and the universal energy supports a little bit of rest, a little bit of relaxation and less pushing, less forcing, less control, less hustle. And 
I'm going to walk you through seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. I'm, you're going to notice there's these seven things. Like I'm not telling you to do nothing. I'm going to tell you what to do and it's going to help you to be more intentional and it's going to help you to be more in the flow of 2023. I think that one of the things that like, you know, I have a program called the 12 month manifesting journey. There are a group of beautiful souls who are in that group. They have committed to themselves this year. They are in a manifesting container where they meet with me every single month and I guide them through the process of manifesting with feng shui. Each month we focus on something a little bit different to help them to tune in and align with their dreams for 2023. One thing that I have noticed is that like, here's what I need to coach them around the most, I would say, is when you apply a feng shui adjustment, and I'm going to give you seven things that you can try as soon as you get off this episode, you can try these seven ways to simplify in 2023. When you try a feng shui adjustment, the key is your action is doing the feng shui adjustment and setting your intention. And then you have to release and surrender. And what I love, you know, Gabby Bernstein is one of my spiritual teachers. I'm a certified Gabby Bernstein spirit junkie. I'm a miracle member. I meditate every day with Gabby. And she always says that surrender is not giving up. It's giving over. And so that's the piece of 2023 that you really need to lean into that, and it can actually cause a little discomfort when we're not controlling and micromanaging things. And yet when we try to control the outcome and when we try to control the manifestation, that's when we block miracles. Okay. So I'm going to give you some action steps, seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023 I'm going to challenge you to try these different actions, right? And then that's, you know, step one. And then step two is going to be to trust the universe to show up and fill in the details and show you what to do. Um, I also have someone in 12-month manifesting journey who like frantically messaged me and said like, Christina, my feng shui is not working. Things are falling apart. I have to move. That wasn't my intention. And I just want to also remind you that like sometimes when we set our intention to level up in our lives, to attract more money, to attract our soulmates or a partner that's going to bring us more joy. Um, If we're looking to, did I say make more money already? (laughs) Sometimes when we set these intentions, The universe has to take a few things out of the equation in our life because remember, I say this a lot, but Albert Einstein said it himself, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So just be prepared that when you try any of these seven ways to simplify in 2023, If you try a feng shui adjustment and something seems to fall apart or not go the way you wanted it to, remind yourself that the universe is making space 
for what it is that you truly desire. And I actually pulled a Gabby Bernstein card for you today. I have her card deck out. It's called the Universe Has Your Back card deck. And the card I pulled for you today says, I find a deeper meaning and personal growth amid the discomfort. Now, since this year, 2023, is a seven universal year, according to numerology, it really is a year where we're more willing to lean on our spiritual practices. Try some of this manifesting magic and trust that the universe has your back and that when things get uncomfortable in 2023, It's because, I'm full of quotes today, but it's because obstacles are detours in the right direction. When you are facing an obstacle or a challenge this year, it is because you are being redirected and guided into something so much better than you could imagine. And I just want you to trust that. Okay, let's get into the seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. All of this is going to help you to harness the universal energy so that you can do less and attract more of what you truly want. Number one, of course, I'm going to tell you to start at your front door. I want you to start by doing something so simple, and that is sweep your front porch. Every time I have a one-on-one consultation with a client or, you know, um, even if it's virtual, we always start at the front door of the home. This is one of the essential, most important areas of your home because it's considered the mouth of chi. It's where all the money, opportunities, and helpful people will literally and energetically enter your life. And so I ask you, first of all, do you do you use your front door? Because if not, you really do want to be opening it once a day and start sweeping to clear the energy and make space for newness. This is the action that you're taking And you're just literally setting your intention to get unstuck and to clear away what no longer is serving you so that new things can come into your life and you can't control what it is that's going to come. And that's a good thing, right? You're making space for miracles. Now, if you want to go a step further and you really want to feng shui your front door, um, I do have a course called Punctuate your front door, how to welcome abundance and new opportunities into your life and through your front door. Um, It's a real quick little mini course and you can go a little bit deeper. That's number one, sweep the front porch, open the front door every day. Number two, we're going to head over to your bedroom now because your bedroom represents you. So everyone, let's just take a moment and think about what is the state of your bedroom? Is there, you know, a pile of dirty laundry in a corner? 
If so, which corner is it? Because I would love for you to lay the bagel map on your bedroom. You can really, it's going to tell you a lot about your life and where you might feel blocked, right? But ultimately, your bedroom is a representation of you. And you need to put yourself first. In fact, when you first move into a home, the very first piece of furniture that you're supposed to set up, according to feng shui, is your bed. It establishes your energy in the home. And it says to the universe, I'm a priority. I'm putting myself first. And you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you the way that you want to be loved. I feel like that's like an Oprah quote. I swear, I remember hearing her say this. And it came to me the other day where it's just like, you know, someone can only love you as much as you're willing to pour into yourself. So quite simply put, I'm just going to task you with cleaning your bedroom. Maybe it's a good vacuum, a good dusting. Maybe you want to go through your closet, clear out some some of the clothes that are no longer serving you and just tend to that space. Maybe open the window, let in some fresh air. The bedroom is a manifesting incubator. So whatever it is, and I say this because you spend a third of your life in your bedroom sleeping. So any feng shui adjustments that you apply to the bedroom are going to be highly effective and powerful. In fact, when I first started feng shui in 2012, the only areas that I feng shuied were like the most essential and it was the front door and then the bedroom. And within six months, my husband and I found out we were having our first baby. We bought our first house with grace and ease. I'm telling you it was a miracle because at the time in my life, We weren't making that much money. We didn't even have a nest egg to like put down a big chunk of money on a new house. And so the fact that we were able to qualify for the home that we truly wanted and like purchase it with grace and ease, it was a miracle. And that's when I knew there was something to feng shui because my life got unstuck. I went from feeling like I didn't have a purpose, that I didn't know what the next step was going to be in my life, to feeling so fulfilled. Even I forgot to mention my husband at the time even got a new job that paid more money. So like things started to fill up in our lives just by applying feng shui to the bedroom. Um, And so I just want to encourage you to like spend a little time there. So like It sounds silly and counterintuitive, but if you're struggling in any area of your life, whether it's financially or in your relationships, and maybe you're hitting a wall in 2023 where you're feeling blocked, try to do these seven simple tips to simplify and succeed in 2023. Make a little list here, and these are the actions you can take and see what happens. If you want to go a little deeper with manifesting with feng shui in your bedroom, I have a mini course for that too. It's called Feng Shui Your Bedroom, Um, how to create a manifesting sanctuary through your bedroom. So that is also available to you if you want to take it even further. Okay, 
Tip three, seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. This is one I didn't really know about when I first started feng shui. And I definitely think, you know, it would have been great to know. Um, so glad I know about this now. You're going to want to spend some time in your kitchen. And here's the action I'm going to challenge you to do. In addition to wiping down the countertops and like really making sure that the kitchen is clean and clear, I want you to make sure you're replenishing fresh flowers and placing them either on the kitchen table or in the far back left area of your kitchen, which is the wealth area of your kitchen every single week. And try this for the next, try this until I come back in season three. So as you know, this is a season two finale. I will be back for season three, um, probably midsummer, just so you know. Um, but I am taking a little hiatus because it's part of 23, 2023 energy. It's like simplify, do less, attract more. I need to simplify. I need to pull back a little bit, take a break. Season two is ending on episode 44, which is a gorgeous angel number. It feels right. But why don't you try... Until I see you again, put fresh flowers in the kitchen every single week with the intention of growing your dreams and growing your finances and see what miracles happen for you. Because the kitchen is the hub of abundance for a few reasons. Um, Firstly, there's a few pillars of the kitchen, certain areas of the kitchen that represent your capacity to earn money and save it. There's things you can do to amplify that earning capacity and to amplify the money flowing in. And that's when we pay attention to our stove, we pay attention to the refrigerator and our dining room table. So if you're curious to know even more about that, I have a mini course for that. Just so you know, it's called, um, well, Feng Shui Your Kitchen. And it's all about cultivating the hub of abundance through your kitchen feng shui. But that's not the assignment. You don't have to take the whole course. The assignment is truly just to wipe down the surfaces and replenish fresh flowers each week. Treat yourself. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. And if you really want to like, you know, if you don't want to do the fresh flowers, you can always put a fresh plant there with your intention of growing your finances. Okay, seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. Tip four, this action step is so important because everyone has bathrooms and bathrooms have the most draining energy. Maybe you've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. Money and feng shui represents emotion Did I say money? Water in feng shui represents emotion and money. So of course, bathrooms have so much water. We've got, and many drains as well. We've got the bathtub, the shower, toilets, sinks. And potentially, these drains can drain whatever area of life the bathroom is located. So when I'm doing a one-on-one consultation and I'm looking at somebody's floor plan, I'm always aware of which gua or area of life the bathrooms are located. 
And as a feng shui practitioner, it's very important that if there's a bathroom in the front right area of the home that's helpful people travel, that's very inauspicious because it could drain your finances. You might not have a lot of helpful people and support and networking opportunities. Um, it also blocks your connection to your spirit, angel guides, universe. A bathroom in the wealth area is a concern and health. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. If you have bathrooms in any of these spaces, and it doesn't, it could be any area of the bagel map. So if you're not familiar with the bagel map, you can actually get a free bagel map from my site, christinahollinger.com. And you can see all nine areas of life that are represented throughout your home. But like if you have a bathroom in any area of life, you know, it could drain it. So I even had a bathroom. We have a bathroom in our family area. So that can drain, make relationships in your immediate family or your extended family, or even your friendships. It could drain those relationships and make them feel more challenging. You might have challenges healing family trauma or, you know, cutting cords from the lineage that is challenging you. And then it's even worse if there's two bathrooms, like if there's a bathroom on the second floor and it's right above the bathroom underneath, that causes a double draining effect. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to keep going on, on, but I think you get the point. Bathrooms have draining energy. So one way to simplify your life in 2023 is to address this challenge Um, by counteracting the water energy. So my recommendation for you to try and see if it helps you in your life is just to put some type of fire element or earth element in the bathroom. It could be a candle and it could be an unlit candle and it will still have the fire energy. So placing a candle in your bathrooms will kind of help counteract the draining energy. If you want to know more about how to, you know, when I work with a one-on-one client, I seal, I do a ritual called sealing the toilets for them. So that is an invisible transcendental adjustment that is very powerful and it keeps the energy from draining. And if you're struggling in certain areas of your life and you're like, after this episode, you realize like, Oh, I have a bathroom in that area. No wonder I'm struggling. You know, that might be some, that might be kind of like a red flag for you. Like I really need to address this. And if you want to go deeper in how to feng shui your bathroom, I have a course for that too. It's called feng shui your bathroom, how to stop the energy and money leaks. And I go into way more detail, but just for the purpose of this podcast episode, simplifying your life in 2023 Stopping that draining energy in the bathroom is going to be extremely 
powerful for you. Okay. That's your little action step. Then you have to trust that the universe is going to support you and really help you to heal in those areas. Okay. We're almost there. We've got three more. Okay. Is this a lot? I don't know. When I remember when I first started learning feng shui, like, and my teacher, Lori Pauly, who founded the Feng Shui School of Chicago, when she was teaching me feng shui and I was new to it, I was like, I needed like five different pens. I would like run out of ink. I loved this stuff. I thought every time I took a course with her, I would just have all these to-dos. So, and I've heard that from a lot of my one-on-one clients, like they they love having all these things that they can they can apply and i just hope that like since this is the season finale i wanted to give you plenty to try until i see you next time and so of course i would love to hear from you please message me on instagram or even better leave a review on apple podcasts while you're listening let me know how you like this type of solo episode where i'm just really giving you some feng shui suggestions things you can try to hopefully empower you and help you to um, just feel so much more at ease in 2023. I hope that this is already helping. Okay. Number five, another way to simplify your life in 2023 and to attract success is to clean with intention. And we've kind of gone through like you know, start at your front door and sweep the porch, go to your bedroom. That's the next area. Once you've really addressed the most important areas of your home, those essential places, what I'd like to challenge you to do is to actually like get the bag map from my site, christinahollinger.com. I have a free manifesting with feng shui one-on-one guide. And I actually have like three short videos that come with that. So like when you subscribe to my emails, you get that kind of walk you through this, how to clean with intention. And ultimately the process is you just, as you're cleaning a room, you notice which gua you're in or which area of life you're in. So for example, if you're going to clean the the relationship area of your home, which is in the far back right area of your home, you just think to yourself, what are you cleaning away? Have there been recent disputes or arguments or disagreements? Have you been short with your partner? Have you been struggling to attract the right person in your life? Have you been challenged with business partnerships? Clean with the intention of clearing away those negative or stagnant energies. Maybe crack open a window. And doing that in each gua can be so powerful. So as I said at the beginning of the episode, first step is to take the action, clean with intention. The second piece is then to trust that the universe is going to heal that and replace that energy with something new, something fresh, and something in the highest service. Okay, so number six when it comes to how to simplify and succeed in 2023. Number six is declutter your schedule. Now, here's my challenge for you just this week. 
try taking an obligation off of your schedule that is something that, you know, does not light you up and would make you feel more spaciousness. Now, before you like totally resist this and think like, oh yeah, Christina, that sounds great, but it's an obligation. I have to do it. I have to do it. Um, I just want to give you some examples of how I have simplified my schedule and decluttered my schedule in 2023 because I could feel the burnout coming on. And at the end of the day, I think if you're anything like me, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. I tend to be a go-getter. I'm a doer. I am a hustler. I make commitments and I follow through on those commitments. But nine times out of 10, I'm the one who raises the bar on myself. And it took a little bit of coaching with my business mentor, Gabrielle Forleo, to actually look at my schedule and think, okay, what is, what can I do to pull back, to scale back, and to just give myself a little bit more space? And some ways that I did that this year is like, first of all, I started releasing a bi-weekly podcast instead of every single week. Um, that gave me quite a few hours in my week back because it takes time to record, to edit, all of those things. And releasing the bi-weekly podcast has felt really good to me. And I want to show up for you 100% every time I'm on this microphone. So for me, I feel like it was like a win-win situation because now I'm giving you my very best and I'm not feeling burnt out and I have more to give to you. I started releasing a monthly newsletter slash email to my subscribers, and I kind of love this too. It it got gave me more time in my week because I'm no longer having to like you know scramble every week and make sure that I'm getting that out every Sunday. Instead, it's the last Sunday of the month, the first Sunday of the month. I forget it. It ends up being one of those, um, and it just is like. I felt like I, I actually did my first monthly email recently and it just felt so, it felt so quality. I was really able to like provide such rich support and it was so focused. It just felt really good. So I hope that if you do subscribe to my emails, if you get the free Manifesting with Feng Shui 101 guide on my site, then you get my emails at christinahollinger.com. If you're getting those, I would love to hear from you. Like you can reply to the email and I'll get it. I would love to hear how you're liking the monthly emails. But I want to also share one more thing I did recently to create space in my schedule and that is I started ordering my groceries online, which I resisted for so long. Every week, I was always going to the grocery store, fitting it into my schedule. And it takes about a good hour and a half, two hours when you consider the whole process of going into the store, going through, picking out all the things, unloading the groceries, yada, yada. I know you know. But simply ordering the groceries online and having them delivered to my trunk 
yes, I'm tipping them a percentage. So it's costing maybe a little bit more cash because I'm tipping. Um, At the end of the day, that is money so well invested because it's saving me time. So if you're a busy parent or working, you know, working full time, I just encourage you to like look at your schedule and just see where you can open up space. And maybe you even treat yourself to like a babysitter or something like, and just go do something for yourself this week. Um, just to create that spaciousness because what ended up happening is I ended up opening up a few hours in my week just by like trimming down my weekly tasks and decluttering my schedule. What ended up happening is like I had ended up getting more one-on-one clients who like came in and it's like, I don't know if it's like an energy thing that like my nervous system calmed down, people could sense it, but it's like, it ended up being very lucrative as well and, and prosperous to trim down my schedule and to create spaciousness. It actually ended up filling my bank account and it also ended up filling my cup, so to speak, that, you know, metaphorical cup. It just feels so good to have that extra time and space. And kind of back to like when we talked about when you are going to clean your bedroom and address your bedroom, like it's putting yourself first, right? And it's like decluttering your decluttering your schedule is sending a sign to the universe and a message like you are prioritizing yourself this year and your energy. And that's what it means to do less and attract more. So I'm going to challenge you to cancel one thing this week that, you know, please, you know, try to find it, try to find it. That's something that you can maybe push off to next week or cross off your to-do list altogether. Okay. Number seven, the final way to simplify and succeed in 2023. It's quite simple. Ask for help. And it really kind of is perfect, like coming from the decluttering aspect, decluttering your schedule, maybe that will require you to ask for help. But here's like some ways that you can ask for help without actually asking a human being. (laughs) So, so many times I think that we just try to handle it all ourselves. One way you can ask for help is by literally asking your angels and guides and turning it over. So if you're struggling with something, try surrendering it and saying a prayer. And one of the rules when working with angels and guides, one of the rules when working with them is like they can't help you unless you ask. So sometimes it's as simple as asking. And I'm not trying to get all biblical because it's feng shui is not a religion by any means. I'm a very spiritual person. So like take this and make it your own because like I am not here to push any type of denomination. So like if you don't believe in angels or guides, totally cool. But even there's like scripture that says like ask and you shall receive. So like there's many different spiritual messages in all sorts of different types of denominations and religions that would say if you ask you shall receive. And so just try turning it over to a higher power. Okay, if that's too woo for you, Maybe you just ask for help by picking up a book or listening to a podcast episode 
that fills your cup and motivates you and inspires you. The universe, God, angels, is always trying to communicate with you and give you guidance. You just have to ask and open yourself up to it. So when you ask for help, then notice like what podcast or book falls in your lap, what you're guided to listen to, and trust that like there's a message that you need and it's going to ease your path. Because it's a seven universal year, trust me on this, it's a very spiritual year in 2023. And we need to get ourselves quiet enough to listen to the messages and the spiritual guidance. This year as a collective in 2023, we are far more open to creative solutions and spiritual guidance than we have been in the past seven years. So like, let's take advantage of the miracles. Let's take advantage of this portal and be willing to like, listen to guidance from a higher power. Another way to ask for help, and this is kind of where I'll I'll leave it with you, is, you know, if you've never meditated before, I highly recommend just giving it a whirl. Try a guided meditation because that I actually started meditating because I found feng shui. In feng shui, we work with three different types of energy. We work with the universal energy, which is like the moon phases, mercury retrograde, The universal energy is the cosmic energy that influences us all as a collective. The second type of energy we work with in feng shui is the environmental energy. So it's like, how do we shift our immediate surroundings to support us, to help us to manifest our dreams, right? That's going to be your sweeping of the front porch, your cleaning of your bedroom, placing the fresh flowers in your kitchen, putting a candle in the bathroom. That's the environmental energy that you're going to shift. And it doesn't take a lot, but you'll shift the energy greatly when you do those little things. And then the third type of energy we work with in feng shui is your personal energy. And that was interesting. When I first started getting certified with Lori Polly at the Feng Shui School of Chicago, she introduced me to the Supreme Yoga One meditation, which professor said, if you balance your personal energy and you do your meditation daily, you are more intuitive and you start to get divinely inspired ideas. And then when you take action on those ideas that you never would have thought of otherwise, that's when the miracles unlock. That's when you start making the money you never thought you could make. That's when the opportunities start to flow in that you never imagined could flow in. That's when you attract the partner or the dream job or the dream home. So never underestimate the power of balancing your personal energy through meditation. So when I say ask for help, it could be asking for help through spirit guides or even just a higher power Through meditation, you become a vessel and miracles happen. I know I gave you a lot. Seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. And this is the season finale, season two of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. Next season, season three, is going to be new, fresh, 
so, so excited to bring this to you. And in the meantime, in case you're wondering what to do uh, in the absence of this podcast for the next few weeks, because I'm going to take a little bit of a break, I want you to know that I have something very special that I will be announcing very soon within the next couple weeks, something that I have been dreaming about giving you for a very long time, and it's almost here. I will be announcing that in the next couple weeks. My intention is that after this particular podcast episode, you are able to take action on any of these seven ways to simplify and succeed in 2023. I hope that any of these actions that you take give you the confidence to know that when you change your environment or if you make any internal shifts through meditation or just simply saying a prayer, asking for help, I hope that you know and you trust that the universe will respond in kind. And it's going to be an amazing year. I will be back in season three in 2023 to help guide you through the last part of the yin water rabbit. So I am not going to leave you. If you want to see me more, work with me more, consider joining the 12-month manifesting journey. I am helping you to allow this to be the year wherein it all finally comes together. If you're feeling that tug, that pull to make this the year when it all finally starts coming together and you feel called to work closer with me, I meet with you in a group setting once a month. I take you on a journey throughout the year. And I even give you guided meditations every single month. You get a new guided meditation. I have so many amazing guest experts that have also been on the podcast that are also in the program. I invite you to join me in the 12-month manifesting journey. I want to thank you for making season two incredible. You have been incredible, incredible to work with, to serve. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to seeing you in season three where I'll help you design the life you deserve. See you soon. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.